0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The World of Percy Jackson. In this episode, we will read chapters 43 and 44. Now, in the last episode, we read chapters 41 and 42, and the trio created a plan and attempted to execute it. However, that execution wasn't as smooth and perfect as expected. Once they got through the quicksand-filled journey to the mountain, they had to fight six more giants before touching Enceladus. But fortunately, this was an easy feat for the trio and Coach Hedge, as they were able to successfully vanquish them, All uh, vanquished them all. However, there was still one left, and and only Jason was fighting against him. We now will read chapters forty-three and later on chapter forty-four after the break to see how this fight truly goes down and whether Piper will will and will rescue her dad and also give him the potion of memory loss so that he can forget everything that has happened and they can all return to their normal lives. So now we'll read chapter 43, Jason. When Jason's lance broke, he knew he was dead. The battle had started well enough. Jason's instincts kicked in, and his gut told him he'd dueled opponents of almost this big before. Size and strength equaled slowness, so Jason just had to be quicker, pace himself, wear out his opponent, and avoid getting smashed or flame flame broiled. He rolled away from the giant's first spear thrust and jabbed Enceladus in the na- uh, ankle. Jason's javelin managed to pierce the, uh, the thick dragon hide and cold- golden ichor. The blood of immortals trickled down the gl- giant's clawed foot. Enceladus bellowed in pain and blasted him with fire. Jason scrambled away, rolling behind the gate, and struck be- again behind the- his knee. It went on like that for seconds, minutes uh, it was hard to judge. Jason heard combat across the clearing, construction equipment grinding, fire roaring, monsters shouting, and rocks smashing into metal. He heard Leo and Piper yelling defiantly, which meant they were still alive. Jason tried not to think about it. He couldn't afford to get distracted. Enceladus's spear missed him by a millimeter. Jason kept dodging, but the ground stuck to his feet. Gaia was getting stronger, and the giant was getting faster. Enceladus might be slow, but he wasn't dumb. He began anticipating Jason's moves, and Jason's attacks were only annoying him, making him more enraged. I'm not some minor monster, Enceladus bellowed. I am a giant, born to destroy gods. Your little gold toothpick can't kill me, boy. Jason didn't waste energy, replying. He was already tired. The ground clung to his feet, making him feel like he weighed an extra hundred pounds. The air was full of smoke that burned his lungs. Fires roared around him, stoked by the winds. And the temperature was approaching the heat of an oven. Jason raised his javelin to block the giant's next strike. A big mistake. Don't fight force with force, a voice chided him. The wolf Lupa, who told him that long ago. He managed to deflect the spear, but it grazed his shoulder and his arm went numb. He backed up, almost tripping over a burning log. He had to delay to keep the giant's attention fixed on him while his friends dealt with the earthborn and rescued Piper's dad. He couldn't fail. He retreated, trying to lure the giant to the edge of the clearing. Enceladus could could sense his weariness. The giant smiled, baring his fangs. The mighty Jason Grace, he taunted. Yes, we know about you, son of Jupiter. The one who led the assault on Mount Authrius? The one who single-handedly slew the Titan Creos and toppled the Black Throne? Jason's, mind's re- Jason's mind reeled. He didn't know these names, yet they made his skin tingle as if his body remembered the pain his mind didn't. What are you talking about? he asked. He realized his mistake when Enceladus breathed fire. Distracted, Jason moved too slowly. The blast missed him, but he'd blistered his back. He slammed into the ground, his clothes smoldering. He was blinded from ash and smoke, choking as he tried to breathe. He scrambled back as the giant spear cleaved the ground between his feet. Jason managed to stand, if he could only summon one good blast of lightning. But he was already drained, and in this condition, the effort might kill him. He didn't even know if electricity would harm the giant death in battle is honorable said lupa's voice that's real comforting jason thought one last try jason took a deep breath and charged Enceladus let him approach grinning with anticipation at the last second jason faked a strike and rolled between the giant's legs he came up quickly thrusting with all his might ready to stab the giant in the small of his back But Enceladus anticipated the trick. He stepped aside with too much speed and agility for a giant, as if the earth were helping him move. He swept his spear sideways, met Jason's javelin, and with a snap like a shotgun blast, the gold weapon shattered. The explosion was hotter than the giant's breath, blinding Jason with golden light. The force knocked him off his feet and squeezed the breath out of him when he reg- regained his focus, he was sitting at the rim of the crater. Jason stood at the other side, staggering and confused. Enceladus stood at the other side, staggering and confused. The javelin's destruction had released so much energy, it had blasted a perfect cone-shaped pit 30 feet deep, fusing the dirt and rock into a slick, glassy substance. Jason wasn't sure how he'd survived, but his clothes were steaming. He was out of energy, he had no weapon, and Enceladus was still very much alive. Jason tried to get up, but his legs were like lead. Enceladus blinked at the destruction, then laughed. Ha <laughs> ha! Impressive! Unfortunately, that was your last trick, demigod. Enceladus leaped the crater in a single bound, planting his feet on either side of Jason. The giant raised a spear, its tip hovering six feet over Jason's chest. And now, Jason said, my first sacrifice to Gaia! And that's it for chapter 43. I'm assume I, I that was incre- an incredible chapter, and we'll have to see after the after this break if Jason is actually able to make it out. I assume he will make it out with the help of the trio and Coach Hedge. They'll probably be able to distract him of some sort, and they'll also be able to you know destroy Enceladus and rescue Piper's dad. But hopefully this does happen, and it doesn't you know Jason doesn't actually die and isn't given as a sacrifice to Gaia. But after this break, we'll just have to see what the results of this attack is, whether Jason survives or he doesn't. And it will be a pretty fascinating chapter to read. So after this break, we'll read chapter 43. And we're back from the ads. And now we're going to read chapter 44, Jason. Time seemed to slow down, which was really frustrating since Jason still couldn't move. He felt himself sinking into the earth like the ground was a waterbed, comfortable, urging him to relax and give up. He wondered if the stories of the underworld were true. Would he end up in the fields of punishment or Elysium? If he couldn't remember any of his deeds, would they still count? He wondered if the judges would take that into consideration, or if his dad, Zeus, would write him a note. Please excuse Jason from eternal damnation. He has had amnesia. Jason couldn't feel his arms. He could see the tip of the spear coming toward his chest in slow motion. He knew he should move, but he couldn't seem to do it. Funny, he thought. All that effort to stay alive, and then boom, you just lie lie there helplessly while a fire-breathing giant impales you. Leo's voice yelled. Heads up. A large black metal wedge slammed into Enceladus with a massive thunk. The giant toppled over and slid into the pit. Jason, get up! Piper called. Her voice energized him, shook him out of his stupor. He sat up, his head groggy, while Piper grabbed him under his arms and hauled him to his feet. Don't die on me, she ordered. You are not dying on me. Yes, ma'am. He felt lightheaded, but she was most she was about the most beautiful thing he'd ever seen. Her hair was smoldering, her face was smudged with suit. She had a cut on her arm, her dress was torn, and she was missing a boot. Beautiful. About a hundred feet behind her, Leo was standing over a piece of construction equipment. A long cannon like thing with a single massive piston, the edge broken clear out, clean off. Then Jason looked down in the crater and saw where the the other end of the hydraulic axe had gone. Enceladus was struggling to rise. An axe blade the size of a washing machine stuck in his breastplate. Amazingly, the giant managed to pull the axe blade free. He yelled in pain and the mountain trembled. A golden ichor soaked the front of his armor, but Enceladus stood. Shakily, he bent down and retrieved his spear. Good try, the giant winced but I cannot be beaten. As they watched, the giant's armor mended itself and the acre stopped flowing. Even the cuts on his dragon-scale legs, which Jason had worked so hard to make, were now just pale scars. Leo ran up to them, saw the giant, and cursed. What is it with this guy? Die already! My fate is preordained, Enceladus said. Giants cannot be killed by gods or heroes. Only by both jason said the giant's smile faltered and jason saw in his eyes something like fear it's true isn't it gods and demigods have to work together to kill you you will not live long enough to try the giant started stumbling started stumbling up up the crater slope slipping on the glassy sides anyone have a god handy leo asked jason's heart filled with dread he looked at the giant below them struggling to get out of the pit and he knew what had to happen. Leo, he said, if you got a rope in that tool belt, get it ready. He leaped at the giant with no weapon but his bare hands. Enceladus, Piper yelled, look behind you. It was an obvious trick, but her voice was so compelling, even Jason bought it. The Jason said, what? And turned like there was an enormous spider on his back. Jason tackled his legs at the right moment. The giant lost his balance. Enceladus slammed into the crater and slid to the bottom. While he tried to rise, Jason put his arms around the giant's neck. When Enceladus struggled to his feet, Jason was riding his shoulders. Get off! Enceladus screamed. He tried to grab Jason's legs, but Jason scrabbled around, squirming and climbing over the giant's hair. Father, Jason thought, if I've ever done anything good, anything you approved of, Help me now. I offer my own life. Just save my friends. Suddenly, he could smell the metallic scent of a storm. Darkness swallowed the sun. The giant froze, sensing it too. Jason yelled to his friends, Hit the deck! And every hair on his head stood straight up. Crack! Lightning surged through Jason's body, straight through Enceladus. And into the ground, the giant's back stiffened, and Jason was thrown clear. When he regained his b- bearings, he was slipped down the side of the crater, and the crater was cracking open. The lightning bolt had sl- split the mountain itse- itself. The earth rumbled and tore apart, and Enceladus's and- and legs slid into the chasm. He clawed helplessly, helplessly at the glassy p- sides of the pit, and just for a moment managed to hold on to the edge, his hands trembling. He fixed Jason with a look of hatred. You've won nothing, boy. My brothers are rising and they are ten times as strong as I. We will destroy the gods at their roots. You will die. and Olympus will die with... The giant lost his grip and fell into the crevice. The earth shook. Jason fell toward the rift. Grab hold! Leo yelled. Jason's feet were at the edge of the chasm when he grabbed the rope and Leo and Piper pulled him up. They stood together, exhausted and terrified, as the chasm closed like an angry mouth. The ground stopped pulling at their feet. For now, Gaia was gone. The mountainside was on fire. Smoke billowed hundreds of feet into the air. Jason spotted a helicopter, maybe firefighters or reporters, coming toward them. All around them was carnage. The earthborn had melted into piles of clay, leaving behind only their rock miss- missiles and some nasty bits of loincloth. But Jason figured they would reform soon enough. Construction equipment lay in ruins. The ground was scarred and blackened. Coach Hedge started to move. He started up with a groan and rubbed his head. His canary yellow pants were now the color of Dijon mustard mixed with mud. He blinked and looked around him at the battle scene. Did I do this? Before Jason could reply, Hedge picked up his club and got shakily to his feet. Yeah, you want some hoof? I gave you some hoof cupcakes. Who's a goat, huh? He did a little dance, kicking rocks and making what were probably rude satyr gestures at the piles of clay. Leo cracked a smile and Jason couldn't help it. He started to laugh. It probably sounded a little hysterical, but it was such a relief to be alive. He didn't care. Then a man stood up across the clearing. Tristan McLean staggered forward. His eyes were hollow, shell-shocked like someone who just walked through a nuclear wasteland. P- piper He called. His voice cracked. pipes what what is he couldn't complete the thought piper ran over to him and hugged him tightly but he almost didn't seem to know her jason had felt a similar way that morning at the grand canyon when he woke up with no memory but mr mclean had the opposite problem he had too many memories too much trauma his mind just couldn't handle he was coming apart we need to get him out of here jason said yeah but how leo said he's in no shape to walk Jason glanced up at the helicopter, which was now circling directly overhead. Can you make us a bullhorn or something? He asked Leo. Piper has some talking to do. And that's the end of chapter 44. And they beat Enceladus. I'm really glad that they were able to beat Enceladus. And Jason was able to use, you know, he he used his clever knowledge and was able to trick Enceladus because... He not only used his father's help, he also uses Gaia's help to tr- to get Enceladus to fall down the chasm, because he, he and his father and unintentionally worked with Gaia to, you know, defeat Enceladus, even if Gaia probably didn't want Enceladus to be defeated, because obviously Gaia is on Enceladus' side, but, you know, it was a great victory, that was a great chapter- and next week, we are going to read chapters 45 and 46 and see how exactly Piper's going to convince how they ended up in, inside this mountain and how they're going to talk, how, if they're going to give the potion to uh, Mr. McLean, Piper's dad, or just help him with the trauma and or get everything, you know, balanced. But we'll find all of that out next week when we read chapter 45. Until then, stay safe and stay out of boredom, and if you guys want to support, my Patreon is located in the description of this podcast, and once again, this is totally optional, and thank you guys for your support, and again, stay safe and stay out of boredom.